Hey, y'all. Uh, I have not decided on a cadence for season four. So I know in previous seasons, it was every Wednesday or every Thursday. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be when I feel like I got something to say or something to talk about or um, when I just want to talk to y'all. And tonight happens to be one of those nights. So I am in season, not season, I am in episode four of the Harry and Meghan Markle Netflix story and something that has continued to come up for me over the last couple of days even before I was in um, watching the series was that I wanted to talk to y'all about love <laughs> it's funny um I got a story to tell y'all in a second but one of the things that that um, resonates for me when I think about love is I want to experience a love that can be felt without words. So like I think about um, Barack and Michelle, right? So um, and for me, I can tell that they love each other by the way that they look at each other and by the way that they look at each other when they're talking about things that don't even have nothing to do with love. Um, they're not the only ones. There are some other... There are some others that I have seen that look. And when I'm watching this Harry and Megan story, they have that same look. It's just love. It just looks like love. Um, it's hard to explain. Um, it's hard to explain. So I got ghosted, y'all. Like, so me and my um, ex-sister-in-law <laughs> um, are still very, very good friends. And a couple weeks ago, maybe about three or four weeks ago, we were talking one night on the phone and I decided to get on a dating app. Now, one thing I'll tell you about me is that I am a lover of love. So when people post um, engagement stories or wedding stories, I am typically the one crying on the other side, in addition to the fact that I'm a crybaby, but also love love. And... Um, I love seeing other people happy and getting to experience love, right? Independent of where I'm at in my own journey or whatever that may look like. Um, yeah, I just, I love love. So there's that. So um, I get on this dating app and um, having said to y'all that I love love, let me also say that I love old school love, right? So dating apps for me are like, eh, I don't really want to. And I know several people that have had amazing success with them. I know some people that have gotten married to someone that they met on a dating app. I personally want to be reaching for the stake and want my soulmate to also be reaching for the stake. And like the movies, like we just touch hands and he be like, you're going to cook for someone? And I'm like, no, just a party of one. <laughs> it sounds so stupid and corny to say it out loud, but that's what I want. In my mind, my soulmate is going to meet me in a grocery store. Or he's going to meet me at, I don't know, it's really the only place I go. <laughs> it's the grocery store, maybe Target or Walmart. Um, but I am regularly reminded by my friends that I don't go anywhere. So he would probably have to drop off an Amazon package um, and need me to sign for it. And that is how I would meet the love of my life because he would do that because, other, or he would have to break in and then he got to go to jail first. It gets really complicated if we're not at the grocery store. So there's that. Anyway, I get on this app. I match with this guy. Um, as 
coincidence would have it the guy is local but i don't know him we don't we don't have we don't know each other we have a few friends in common thanks to facebook um shout out to facebook research we chat for a couple of days i think things are going okay he seems nice i think i'm nice like it's it's cool things are cool and then he just disappears and <laughs> By this point, I have also deleted the app because I just don't need that kind of foolishness in my life. Like, the people on the other side of that are savages. And I I have to respect the honesty that I think some of them bring to the table and that a lot of them are like, if you are playing games, don't, don't match with, don't swipe right. If you don't want to get married, don't swipe right. If you want more than just to be my sex partner, don't swipe right. I'm like, oh my gosh, does that leave anybody else? Um, but I mean, hey, there's got to be something to be said about people that know what they want, right? So uh, anyway, I got off the app because nah, that's just, it's not going to work. But anyway, so this guy ghosted me and I'm really not sure why. And part of me was like, yeah, who cares? <laughs> Like, I talked to the guy for like three days. So who cares if he doesn't ever call me again? The other part wants to reach out to him and be like, why'd you ghost me? It sounds really crazy to say out loud, but I'm like, hey, hey, it's me. <laughs> why did you ghost me? Can you just tell me why you didn't want to talk to me? I mean, it's me. Um. Anyway, so that's my dating app story that I am. I'm never getting on him again. I just, yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. But I just, you know, we're here, we're in the holiday season, we are a few days away from Christmas, um, and, like, love is just such an amazing construct and feeling, and, yo, like, I have, I have confided in y'all before, I have been a wife, right, I've been a girlfriend, obviously, I've been the only woman, I think, <laughs> that my man was with, I've been the other woman. Sometimes I knew, sometimes I didn't know. Um, at the root of those, all of those relationships was a desire for companionship, right? A desire for intense, unconditional love. And I was watching this story and, um, you know, I don't know these people. <laughs> I only know what I see in the media, like probably all of you. We only know what they tell us. Which is why I think it is such an amazing thing to be able to tell that two people are in love by watching them, even if you mute the TV. And that, you know, that happens rarely. But again, like I've seen it happen before where, you know, you can just know people are in love and they don't have to be famous. Like I've seen this in person too. You just know people are in love and you know they're gelling and you know they are with their person by the way that they interact with each other, by the way that they speak to each other, the way they speak about one another, whether they are in the same room or not. And like, that is what I want. I want that love. I want, I want the love that says, I want to protect her. I'm going to love her even when she's wrong. Um, Michelle Obama is in the news right now where I've seen it on, she's doing a, I think a book tour um for her second book and one of the things that i keep seeing on instagram and facebook although primarily instagram is and twitter is that people are criticizing her for talking about how she didn't like barack for 10 years of their marriage after they had kids 
because there was just so much sacrifice and so much, you know, her children were taking so much of her energy, so much of her time, so much of her focus um, that she didn't really like, they didn't really like each other. She didn't really like him. And people are, are saying, you know, I've read some comments that are like, Michelle is deterring us wanting to get married. I don't want to be unhappy for 10 years. Um, but they've been married for 30. Right. And so, you know, I don't either want to be unhappy for 10 years. But the reality is, if me being unhappy for 10 years means that I am in wedded bliss or I am happy or I'm happy beyond measure for 20 additional years or even 10 on either side of that 10 that I'm unhappy, like seems like pretty great odds. Either way, he was the president of the United States. Like (laughs) most of us are talking about not wanting to be unhappy for 10 years with some guy that works at McDonald's, right? So there's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's. (laughs) Let me just be clear about that. But like they are not even the same caliber of man. We're not even talking about about the same caliber of relationship. Um, but I want that. Like I want to be invested in that type of love. Something else I said to one of my girlfriends the other day was, I want to be in a love. I want to be invested in a love that I did not have to heal from first, right? So I don't want to have to be somebody's ride or die. I don't want to ride and I don't want to die. Like, I don't want to do none of that. I just want us to meet and have this amazing fairy tale love situation that does not require me having to be broken first. Um, I see these love stories and it reignites my hope that that exists for me, for my friends that are single that want that. Um, for my married friends that seem to have that, you know, um, just a love that has some sort of eternal flame that doesn't die out. And I, I have to laugh when I say that because I have said numerous times to my cousin Darius, the, the two-time chop champion, shout out to Darius Peacock. I have said numerous times that the, the dating pool's got piss in it. I'm actually going to do a podcast episode about that. And there are several people on my Facebook feed that would agree with that. And he says to me, how do you know? Like, you're not even dating. How do you know? He's like, and not only are you not dating, but even if someone else says the dating pool has piss in it, if y'all not dating the same people, how do you know that? And we argue about it all the time, right? Because I'm like, I don't have to touch a hot stove to know that the stove is hot. My friend tell me that the stove is hot. I don't touch it. The end. But people are different, right? People are different. People are coming with different baggage. People are coming with different conditions. Um, And so as much as I hate to admit it, he's kind of right. But according to my According to my dating app experience, it does kind of have a little bit of pee in it. (laughs) I just have to say that. The dating pool does have a little bit of pee in it. Um, but on my bingo board for 2023 is to be in an unconditional companionship that I didn't have to heal from first. Right. Um, I also want to take a minute to shout out some of the friends of mine who are in amazing marriages. Um, and that does not mean those marriages are without work. 
right? Um, I have intimate conversations with several of my married friends and I know that their relationships are not without work, but they are still in it. (laughs) And the men in those relationships talk about how they love their wives and they don't cheat on them. And not because they tell me they don't cheat. I know they don't cheat. Because I know these men. These men are my friends. They are my colleagues. Some of them, we've been friends for a very long time, and they don't cheat. They are good men. They are good fathers. So I know those men exist. The The challenge for me is that I'm like, yo, you're a really good man. You ain't got no friends? And they like, ugh, my friends are also really good married men. So I'm back to zero, right? I'm back to zero. But, you know, I just... I am a lover of love. I'm a lover of genuine companionship. You know, I want to laugh from my gut. I want to laugh until I am crying. I want to walk around with that stupid ass smile on my face that doesn't really have a reason or a basis or a reason, right? Um, I want that cheesy kind of smirk that happens when their name pops up on your caller ID um, the one that, that makes your heart palpitate <laughs> or your, the butterflies happen in your stomach when you see them, the one that like, you look at them and you like, damn, they fine. Cause that is on my list. Like that is at the top, one of the tops of my list. So I have a list that I, that is on the bulletin board in my office that says is titled him. And it's all the things that I am manifesting in my forever love. Right. And God knows me. Like he gonna need to be fine. He gonna need to move some things around, not physically move some things around. My mama is listening, but he is going to need to cause the butterflies and cause the heart palpitations and and cause the the smiles and the the glimmer in my eye. Like he, I, he's gonna need to do that. I, um, I guess maybe it might be shallow. I don't know, but I am not at a point where I am ready to be in love with somebody I ain't attracted to. I want him to be fine to me, right? And I want him to be like, my lady fine. I mean, because I'm also fine, but that's a separate conversation. Um, But that's what I want. And I watch these stories. I read these books. um, I read about, you know, people's engagements that are happening and and people's people celebrating their wedding anniversaries and having babies and kind of going on with their lives their lives and it gives me hope that that type of love that type of interest that type of intentional companionship exists and i cannot wait to be on the other side of that i cannot wait to be um in the number of people that that exists for and you know i've had conversations with women that are like I prayed for this thing. I manifested this thing. I waited. I did some self-healing. And so that's also on my bingo card, right? I think that's the other reason I wasn't incredibly distraught by getting ghosted. Although like getting ghosted is not fun. Y'all do better, right? So don't ghost people. You can be like, hey, this is not what I'm looking for. This is not going to work out. I don't think we're a good match. And then go on about your business. You ain't got to just ghost people because that's just rude. Okay. Anyway. I can't wait until I am on the receiving end of what that love looks like again, right? But for forever, 
um, there are so many things happening in the world as it relates to relationships and men cheating and women cheating and people talking about polyamorous relationships and polygamy and, and all of these things that it makes you gun shy as a woman. It makes you gun shy to even post about somebody that you get in a relationship with. And I can't wait to be in a relationship that I don't got to be shy about. Right. I can post my man and it ain't about the ability to post my man as much as it is about not wanting to have any fear associated with posting him. And like people can act like that's not a thing, but it's a thing because nobody wants to be embarrassed out here. Nobody wants to be like, I posted this dude and then my inbox was jumping with the, hey, Barbara, this is Shirley. Like, I don't Barbara or Shirley me. Leave me alone. But I also am ready for the type of love that doesn't come with that. I done been there. I done done that. I done been Barbara and Shirley, whether I made the phone call or not, or received the phone call or not. I've been in both hot seats. I don't want no more of that. I want the love that feels good, that is good, that is good independent of what it looks like to anybody else. I want the love that people see when they look at us or when they look at us, look at each other, they like, yo, those people love each other. Like, that's what I want. And, you know, one of the things I have also battled with is being like, God, I see what you're doing for other people. You just do that for me. And I have intentionally stopped saying that because all we see is the output. You don't know the input. You don't know if she was a ride or die. <coughs> Excuse me. You don't know if she had to be a ride or die first or if he did. Because women out here, is, they savages too, right? So you don't know if somebody had to be a ride or die. You don't know what goes on outside of what you see on social media. You don't know what sacrifices are being made. You just don't know. We just see what we are privy to. And we are very quick to be like, do for me what you're doing for them. But you're not even sure you want that. You don't know. You don't know that you want that. And you might not. So I am still a work in progress because I do see it, right? I do see it and be like, all right, God, come here. Let me holler at you. But the reality for me is I am trying to be much more intentional about not saying, please do for me what you've done for them. And saying, please do for me what's for me. Bring me the one that you designed for me and me only. Um, but I can't wait. I keep checking the tracking. Like, I asked for that, but I haven't gotten it yet. So you could run that to me more quickly. Can I get the expedited version? Can I get the overnight shipping on that particular request? That would be awesome. Anyway, if you have not checked out the Netflix um, documentary on Harry and Meghan, I encourage you to do so. I am learning a lot about the royal family. Um, a lot of the backstory that we did not get, we the public, <laughs> that we did not get, um, that I don't even know that we should have been privy to, but given all the other things and all the other pictures that were painted, I think getting the other side is definitely helpful, but 
if you just want a good old fashioned love story, right? Real life love story. Um, check it out. I also, I don't watch a ton of TV. I've been Netflixing and chilling the last couple of weeks kind of hard. Um, and there've been a couple other movies that, you know, I can't remember the one everybody was watching. Um, that was amazing on Netflix and, uh, had, I cried for days. If I could remember the name, I would, I would tell y'all, but y'all know if you listen to this and you do any Netflix, you know, the movie I'm talking about, I don't even have to have to tell you cause you remember, but Netflix definitely has me feeling like I should go to Italy because my mate, my forever love is there. I don't speak Italian, so I'm not really sure about that, but you know, I just, if putting in the atmosphere was a thing, um, I've already gotten it written down. You know, I'm in the process of continuing to do some self-work um, through therapy and journaling so I can get there because it's a process, right? Because the reality is if he were to show up today, like, would I be ready? I mean, I think I would. <laughs> I wish I would get the opportunity to see if I would, but I also wouldn't want to mess it up because he showed up and I wasn't ready. So I'm I'm doing that so I can make sure that my, my affairs are in order. So when he shows up, he can love me and I can love him and we could be good loving each other forever, ever, 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 ever. Um, but yeah, like if, if manifesting things was a thing, like here it is me putting this into the atmosphere for my bingo card for 2023 that I want some unconditional warm and fuzzy butterflies in your stomach companionship, love that I don't have to heal from first and is a love like I have never, ever, ever known. Um, I also I also wish that for y'all, that if you're in relationships, that you your relationship provides that for you. If you're not in a relationship and you want to be, that you find someone who does that for you, who scratches that itch, who is there, who is supportive and encouraging and all the things that you don't even know that you need that are provided in the confines, in the, within the confines of a loving and healthy companionship. Um, I wish that for me. I wish that for y'all. Anyway, check out the documentary. <laughs> put, put my love life on your prayer list. You know, burn some sage or something, put it in the air, but... Um, I love on somebody. I'll say that if you haven't done it, love on somebody, um, love on somebody. That's it. Y'all be good.